cross. I overcome because Jesus paid the price for me to overcome it. He was, he was um, wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. So by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, you you declare, I am an overcomer. I will overcome in this situation. The grace of God is sufficient for me. When Paul talked about how he had a thorn in the flesh, something that kept messing with him, it kept messing with him. He said, three times I prayed to the Lord, you know, take this thorn in the flesh away from me. And it doesn't say what it is because we would define everything by that. He left it open so that you could say, that's my thorn, whatever your thorn in the flesh is. He says, my grace is sufficient for you. I prayed three times that you'd take it away, but he wouldn't take it away. He said he didn't take it away, but he said to you, he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is made perfect in your weakness. So those areas where you feel weak, there's a grace from God to overcome it. When I'm weak, then am I strong? Hallelujah. Because of the finished work of Christ. And so, um, first John five, four says for everyone born of God does what? overcomes the world this is the victory that's overcome the world what is it even our faith all right so a how do we overcome it one we overcome by faith and so here this this next part is about using the faith process a saturate yourself with the word about families being blessed and about overcoming anything about overcoming by my god i can run against a troop and i can leap over a wall i can do all things through christ who strengthens me there's a strength and there's a grace from god that comes when i set my my faith in in action and i decide it's not going to be like this anymore i'm drawing the bloodline for my family i'm drawing the bloodline across myself i'm pleading the blood of jesus over my heart because i'm going to overcome this so my family can be victorious and god can be glorified amen so this is the victory that overcomes the world. You've got to saturate yourself with the word of God about families being blessed. Romans ten seventeen. so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You've got to be saturated. If you're in battle, if you're in battle, what do you got to do? You, you, got, you can't let up for a second. You've got an enemy who's knocking on your door. You've got to have your armor on it. You've got to be ready to stand against him. So B, so A, you've got to saturate yourself. B, you've got to believe the promise that my family can be blessed. Because, you know, you can get to feeling like, you know what? My family is so jacked up. I don't see any way out of this. My, my family was as jacked up as, as any family could be. My dad brought his girlfriend, while he was married to my mother, brought his girlfriend to my birthday party. And tried to pass her off as his boss's girlfriend. But everybody knew who she was but my mother. Yeah, that's just, that's just, that's just foul. That's just, that's just so bad. I'll never forget, she showed off that she could do a back bend in my kitchen. I thought, well, that's pretty cool. Until, you know, I, I thought she was, she was cool and awesome and all that until I got older and thought, what a disgrace. You know, my family was messed up my mom was married to a man who was married to another woman and she didn't know it he he would go off he worked on the oil rigs and he would go off on the oil rig and he'd come back and spend some time with the other wife and go back to the oil rig and come and spend some time with my mother and neither one of them knew about each other but he was married to two women at one time somebody say messed up amen but you know what? You can, I don't care how messed up your family. That may be a drop in the bucket compared to your family. And there's a whole lot of stuff I can't even share about my family is so bad. But um, you could draw the bloodline and say, you know what? I'm not going to be that way. 
You know, for the last 26 years, I've been walking and living for God. Amen? He's turned my life around and changed me into a, a different kind of person. All right? Genesis uh, 12.3, we got to believe the promise. Genesis 12.3, and in you, in Abraham, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. That's a promise from God that we're in Abraham because we're in Christ. Amen? Because if we're in Christ, we're sons of Abraham as well. The Bible says that. And so we're, our family is blessed. He says, in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So, hey, you could say, hey, that means my family with our jacked up crazy selves. God is able to bless us. Glory to God. I don't care what you got going on. God's going to bless our family. 2 Corinthians 1.20 For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him they are amen to the glory of God through us. So my, my family can be blessed. It is no question about it. I just got to set my faith in agreement with God. Then see, you got to speak to the mountain of adversity and tell it to move out of your way. Speak to that situation. Speak to that family situation. And you know what? You don't have to do it in front of people. Don't go, and go home in front of your family and say, Hey, it's a new sheriff in town. I'm getting ready. This family's getting ready to be blessed. Y'all all going to go to hell if I don't. No, that's not what we're doing. You're going you're gonna to go into the secret place. Go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who's in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. So you go in there, you fast and you pray and you pray some secret place prayers and watch God cause your family to just change their own mind about some stuff you create a place for the holy spirit to brood over your family and bring y'all up to another level hallelujah so you speak to the mountain of adversity you tell it to move mark eleven twenty two through 24 have faith in god for assuredly i say to you whoever says to this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things he says will be done he will have whatever he says therefore i say to you whatever things you ask when you pray believe that you receive them and you will have them so speak to the mountain speak to the situation start stop talking about it and start talking to it stop po posting your drama on facebook and start calling somebody who will hurt your feelings and tell you girl you're the one who needs to change and isn't that terrible when you know you know the other person is not doing right but god says i'm gonna ask you to change that don't even seem right god you've gone too far But God asks us to sometimes make a change. And the Bible says that you'll win your spouse without a word when they observe your, your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. That I just, I fear God enough for me to change my part. That I'm going to live peaceably even though I'm ticked off at you. I'm going to bake you a cake. I ain't going to put nothing in it either. Amen. I'm, I'm going to make your favorite meal. I'm going to do something kind for you. Even though you don't deserve it. God asked me to do it. God asked me to submit myself to him. Amen. Speak to it. All right. The number two. Intercede for your family. Decide that you're going to believe God for your family to be saved. You know, or for whatever's going on with them in their life. You know, they're just living outside of God's will for their life. Intercede for them. You know, the woman with the little girl who was vexed by a devil, she followed Jesus and she came on in the house and Jesus ignored her and the disciples kept trying to swat her away and get her out of there, but she wouldn't, she wouldn't stop following after Jesus. The Syrophoenician woman and her daughter was vexed with the devil. She said, Lord, you've got to help me. And Jesus ignored her. And then he said, it's not good to, to, to give the, um, the children's bread to the dogs. He called her a dog. 
She said, yeah, but the dogs eat, the little dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the table. He said, great is your faith. Go home. Your faith has made your daughter well. So she sought Jesus on behalf of her family, on behalf of her daughter. And then the man with the epileptic boy, he, he went to Jesus and said, you know, which of the disciples first. And then Jesus came and healed the boy. But he was, he was seeking relief for his child. Amen. So when you go to Jesus... You go to the Father in the name of Jesus and you ask him to change the situation. I don't care what's going on with that child. I don't care if the child is ignoring you. I don't care if the child is, is in prison. I don't care if the child is doing things that's got them on the way to the prison or on the way to the, to the, to the uh, cemetery. God is able to jump in and intervene and move on your behalf. Amen. There's nothing too hard for God. If we get together and believe God and decide, you know, if you get you a, a, a believer, a believing partner, you know, in the house, some person who's also a believer, get in unity with that person. One puts a thousand a flight, two puts ten thousand a flight. Get somebody to believe with you, amen. But intercede for your for your for your family. You know, my father, um, you know, was was not saved, and uh, man, God put it on my heart to intercede for him. I would come home sometimes, and I would fall on the floor with just a burden to pray for him. And, you know, there's some praying for people because God only knows what's at the root of their unbelief. Only he knows the heart of a person. And that, the Bible says that the Spirit of God searches the deep things of God. So the Holy Spirit knows. And so when you allow the Holy Spirit to pray the perfect will for you, I would get on the floor and I would cry and wail and pray in the Holy Ghost. I didn't know what I was praying, but I knew I was praying for my father. I would pray several times. God would put me in the floor and I would just pray and intercede until it lifted off of me. Until I got the call one day that my dad had cancer. I got it on a Sunday after church. So my sister and I decided, let's go now. They said he only has like six weeks to live. I said, let's go right now. Let's pack up and go. This is the same father who abused me, treated me bad. I still wanted to see him saved. You know, it, things were messed up here on earth, but I believe when I get to heaven, I have eternity with my father. Amen. So I get there and I'm waiting for my opportunity to pray with him or give him the gospel. I'm in the room with him. The cancer is much worse than we initially thought and the cancer is full in one lung, and the other lung is full of emphysema. So he's struggling for every breath. And the doctor came in and said, Mr. Clement, he said, I told, she said, I told you that this cancer cannot really be treated. We've done radiation, and it's gotten larger instead of smaller. And she was letting him know he, he wasn't going to make it in the natural. Without a miracle, he wasn't going to make it. So then I knew, you know, wow, God, you've you got to do something. So my sister was there. My sister at that time was not a believer in God and, um, you know, was what you call an atheist. And so I was waiting for my opportunity. And my dad said, was there a fire in here last night? He said, I was dreaming I saw a fire. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's seeing hell. He's maybe he's going in and out of consciousness. And maybe he's seeing hell. And I'm like, Papa, no, there wasn't a fire in here. But please let me pray with you. And, and he said, he said, no. I, I, Buddha maybe, Muhammad maybe, but I will never call out on Jesus after the way I've lived. And my sister said, yeah, leave him alone. Everything in me wanted to jump across the bed and get her by the neck and take her to the floor because I've waited all these years for him to be saved. But he says, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. He can do something by his Holy Spirit that you're waiting for your opportunity to do. See, some of those family members you're waiting to talk to, you need to just hush up and let God do what, he, what he's going to do. I'm not saying that you shouldn't speak up when he tells you to. 
So I got my purse, snatched it up, put it on my shoulder, got my cell phone out. I'm getting out. I'm about to call, call, get me an air ticket out of here, and I'm going home, and they can all go to hell. I get down to the, to the chapel. It was, a, it was a Catholic hospital. I get down to the chapel, and I said, I just I couldn't get anybody on the phone. So I prayed, and I said, God, you see the situation down there. I've prayed, and I've interceded, and I've released my faith for my daddy to be saved, and I believe that he will not die, that he will not die and go to hell, but God, somehow, at the last minute, you're going to save him. So I said, God, you don't have much time. You better get to work. I had a little attitude. (laughs) So then I go back down to the room, and um, over the next day or two, it wasn't even a day or two, I think it may have been just one more day of waiting, my dad called for a priest. And the priest came in and gave him last rites. And all in last rites, there's the plan and the prayer of salvation. And I had talked to the priest ahead of time. I'm like, my dad's not saved. If something doesn't happen, he's going to go to hell. This priest was just cool. He does this all the time. So he came running out of the room, and I'm like chasing down the hall. What happened? What happened? What happened? He said, your dad wants to receive communion. I'm going to my car to get it. A little Catholic priest God was able to use to do what I could not do. And we all stood around his bed. I watched him say the Lord's Prayer. And uh, that's enough for me. That's enough for me. I believe that he'll be there when I get there. And I've asked God for a gift. I said, Father, when I get there, could you, could you already show my dad? My dad was a genius. He was so smart. He knew a lot about a lot of things. And he was, he was just super smart. Super, way high IQ, even from the time he was a little child. But... Um, I've asked God to show him all the wonders of heaven and let my dad walk me around and show me heaven when I get there. So I've asked God for that gift. Amen. So even there might be some things you can't repair here on this earth, ask God to give it back to you in heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. I have no idea where I am. Yeah, interceding. Interceding. You know, my mom was easy. When my mom got saved, she was at church with me. All I had to do was invite her to church and she was sitting next to me and I saw that little hand. Go up in the air to receive Christ. That was wonderful. So both my parents got saved, you know, even though they, you know, did not live the kind of life that, that you know, they had not ever received God. But, but they received God. So you've got to intercede. That's why I want people to get filled with the Holy Spirit on Thursday night. I want, you to, I want you to intercede for your family. I want you to intercede for nations. I want you to let the Holy Spirit pray through you, speaking in other tongues, speaking those mysteries into the, into the atmosphere, into the, the unseen realm. Amen. Job twenty two thirty says, He will even deliver one who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered by the purity of your hands because you go before God and pray. Amen. Number three, draw on the power of the finished work of Christ. The finished work to overcome generational iniquities, to overcome family issues, Isaiah 53, 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And when you think about a bruise, think about what a bruise is, y'all. Blood normally flows out of your body, you know, when you're bleeding. But a bruise is is free bleeding under the skin, under the surface. And isn't that what iniquity is? Iniquity is the stuff that we hide. We don't want other people to know about, right? I don't want anybody to know i got a problem with this. I don't want anybody to know I'm struggling with this. So he was bruised for our iniquities so that we could overcome it, so that we could be forgiven for it, so that we could break free from it. Amen? 
So Hebrews 9, 13 through 14, just make spiritual application of the blood. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes, blows that cut in, we are healed. So Hebrews 9, 13, 14, for if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the the purifying of the flesh, how much more? Shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works, come on, iniquities, to serve the living God. So spiritually apply it. God, I want to overcome in this area. So I apply the blood of Jesus to my heart. It's able to cleanse my conscience from these dead works so I'll be able to serve you, God, with a pure conscience. Amen. So um, Jesus became sin for us. Remember, he took sins of mankind and he gave us his righteousness. So just like they took the bulls of goats and the... Uh, I'm sorry, the blood of bulls and the blood of goats and applied it to the altar. You just take the blood of Jesus and spiritually apply it to your heart. Amen. So we spiritually apply the blood. Take it like medicine. And then Isaiah 54, 17 says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, saith the Lord. The righteousness that we have is of him and not of us. Then number four, declare generational blessing over your family. Begin to just declare, Father, I thank you that because you said in Abraham that all the families of the earth would be blessed, I declare that that my family is blessed. I declare every wayward child is coming home. I declare that every child who's struggling with something in, in their life is coming home and coming to you. Just begin to declare the blessings over your family. Amen. Deuteronomy 7, 9 through 10. Therefore know that the Lord your God, he is God. The faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. Amen. So you just plead the blood of your generations after you, your grandchildren that haven't even been born yet your great-grandchildren your great-great-grandchildren it's for a thousand generations amen you know they're going to serve God because you're serving God right amen because you love God right then your generations have got to love God too what is what is the old songwriter right what can wash away my sins nothing but the blood of Jesus hallelujah father we thank you for your word that's been sown in our hearts today God we can overcome in areas in our families Lord where the enemy would come in like a flood we know that the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him Lord we know that no weapon formed against us shall prosper Lord not even any tongue rising up against us in judgment is able to um to bring us down not even the gates of hell the powers of the infernal region can stand out or hold out against us the blood-bought church of God. So Father, we stand in our power today. We stand in our righteousness, which is from you today. And we declare that our families are blessed. And I speak a a blessing over the families of Acceleration Church. Everyone in this sanctuary and everyone watching uh, by way of the internet, I declare blessings on your family. I declare that every iniquity, every transgression, every sin is lifted, every generational iniquity, every generational spirit. We speak to you now in the name of Jesus and we command you to lift off and go in Jesus' name. We command you to leave and we forbid you to return. We will live free from iniquity. We will live free from transgression. We will live free from sin as a family and we will glorify God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We give you praise and honor and glory and say that our family is blessed uh, as all the families are blessed in Abraham. We declare that our family is walking in it. Lord, we ask you to make uh, um, repairs on our family. Lord, where there's been a breach or where we've become not in contact with people father we ask you to put us back together we ask you father to anywhere where we're holding a grudge against someone 
that Lord you help us to overcome and forgive and to reach out to that person Father, we ask you anywhere where the, where the devil has us in his crosshairs that we would hear your voice and we'd be able to take care of business. Lord, we declare that we, that we dwell in the secret place of the Most High under the shadow of the Almighty God whose power no foe can withstand. So Lord, we declare our entire family is under this umbrella of protection. We declare a hedge of protection around our families. We declare that our, our families glorify you, Father. We ask you to let us shine a light on you that we show the great love of the Father that we do such great works together as a family that men see our good works and they rise up to glorify you thank you father god we receive it we receive the miraculous happening in our families as we intercede right now for those in our family that are not saved father we know that you're able to save to the uttermost nothing is too hard for you so we lift them up y'all lift your hands and begin to call out your unsaved loved ones right now do it online those who are at home begin to call out the names of those people right in the atmosphere of the spirit of god in this place begin to call on their names those that aren't living for god those that are have gone their own way they're in prison or they're they're um in relationships that are not benefiting them they're around people that are drawing them away just pray father we just set a holy ghost um, target on their back and father we ask you to to just minister to them to brood over them to cause them to hear your voice lord it's your will that all men would be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth so we pray right now that people are coming to the knowledge of the truth we bind every blinding spirit now in the name of jesus we bind every spirit of addiction we bind every stronghold now in the name of jesus and declare they're free to receive the ministering power of the holy spirit to be saved we call them saved healed made whole full of the holy spirit loving your word and serving you with all their hearts in the name of jesus thank you father Thank you, Father. We pray for every child of God who's wandered off and gotten lost. And God, we call back the prodigals this year. We call them back and say from the north, the south, the east, and the west, they're hearing your voice. They're, they're saying, I will arise and return to my Father. Lord, they're coming home. Lord, we see them coming. We see them coming like an army in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We plead the blood of Jesus over our hearts and minds. We plead the blood of Jesus over our families and declare that we are blessed and cannot be cursed. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory in the name of Jesus. Well, maybe you're here or you're watching online and you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I'm going to lead you in a very simple prayer. If you mean it in your heart, your life will be changed. Your, your sins will be forgiven. You'll be in right relationship with God. And, um, and your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You'll have eternal life with him. So if that's you, you say, Pastor Sally, I've never given my heart, my life to Jesus Christ. I did it at the age of 31. That's 26 years ago. I knelt in my closet and I threw my hands up in the air and I said, I'm through running. I give you my heart. I give you my life. I give you my mind. I give you whatever I have, every talent, anything I have, I give it to you, Father God. And I ask you to come into my heart and invade every part of my life and become my Lord and my God. And I got up that day different. I got up with God in my heart and with a purpose in my life. Woo, there's nothing like living on purpose, knowing the one who created you for that purpose. Amen. So if you would just bow your head and close your eyes right now, just in reverence of his presence in this very holy moment, and just repeat after me, say, Father, I confess to you. Come on, family, pray with me. I confess to you that I am a sinner. I have messed up sometimes on purpose and sometimes I'm sure I just didn't know but I'm sorry for my sins I ask you to forgive me I believe that you sent Jesus 
to die on the cross to pay the price for my sins. And I believe that you raised him from the dead on the third day. Jesus, come into my heart and into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Teach me. Guide me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I'm trusting you alone to save me in Jesus' name. Well, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it in your heart, go on the Facebook, Facebook, go on the Acceleration Church app. If you haven't already downloaded it, go to the Apple Store or to Google Play and download the Acceleration Church app. And when you've downloaded it successfully, go to the page that says Commitment Card. And you want to just fill that out and let us know that you've made a decision for Christ. We want to send you something in the mail so that you know what your next steps are in Jesus. Because it's like you're a brand new born-again Christian, a brand new person. This is your spiritual birthday. I remember my day. I don't remember the exact day, but I know it was around the middle of August in 1994. So you need to mark down this day so that you always remember that this is the day that you were born again. And uh, so you need to know what steps you need to take on your journey with Christ. We have a little pamphlet that we want to send to you in the mail so that you'll know exactly what your next steps are in Christ. So be sure and fill out that commitment card and uh, I'll know about it and give you a call personally just to congratulate you on your new decision for Christ. Welcome to the family of God. Amen. All right. Well, I I think because um, what we ended up with um, on this talking about the blood, I want to receive communion now. And then we'll receive our offering. So if you would take out the bread and let's hold it because hopefully it has new meaning this morning because Jesus bore in his body everything we need to have an abundant life. You know, there was a purpose to every strike, to every blow, to everything that he took. Every drop of blood had a purpose for us to live an abundant life and to live this life that he came to give us in, the, in abundance to the full till it overflows. Our bodies are not supposed to be sick. Amen. He bore stripes on his back by his stripes, blows the cut in. We are healed. Amen. So we are already healed. We just have to stand and believe it to manifest in Jesus' name. All right? So let's hold on to the bread. Hold it in your hand. And let's, let's make a declaration. Father, we thank you for the, for, the, for the power of the body of Christ. Jesus took the bread and he broke it and gave his disciples and said, Take and eat all of you, for this is my body which is given for you. So, Lord, we thank you for his body that was given for us so that we could be delivered from from torment we can be delivered from anxiety delivered from fear delivered from depression delivered from mental illness delivered from any sickness that can be named delivered um, from emotional issues we can be delivered from from uh, every sickness there's nothing that can cling to our body we can be delivered from uh, poverty from sin we can absolutely be delivered by the body of christ so we thank you lord and we call forth our deliverance now anywhere where we're struggling we declare that we're free today in jesus name go ahead and receive thank you jesus thank you jesus now if you would take the cup and let's thank god for the blood whoo he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, or with his stripes, we are healed. Lord, we thank you for the blood. Nothing but the blood, Lord. We thank you for the blood of Christ. Not like the blood of bulls and goats, but the precious blood of Jesus. We thank you for the blood that makes us white as snow, that makes our sins washed away so we're in your righteousness God we thank you for your righteousness today thank you Lord that we are free from sin we're free from the power of sin 
that we have power to live a godly life and live a life in a family that glorifies you. So, Lord, we just call for the blood right now over our whole families and over over our own selves, Lord, where we're struggling with with different issues. Lord, we thank you that we're made um, clean by the blood. That, Lord, you help us to overcome so that we can experience abundant life. But, Lord, we know we're clean from it now. In Jesus' name, amen. Receive. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, it's offering time. Hallelujah. This is the time where we're going to um, give back to God with our tithes and our offerings. We uh, return the tithe because it already belongs to God, right? And God has declared that, that 2020 is the year of plenty, plenty, a double portion anointing on um, the blessings of God in our life and uh, receiving from God, living, tapping into the all-sufficiency abundance of God. The windows of heaven are open over our life, even though there's a pandemic, even though things are going on in this, in this earth realm. Hallelujah. How many, of you, how many of you are operating according to the economy of God rather than the economy of earth? Amen. We operate according to God's economy. You gone, baby? Love you. Praise the Lord. So we're, as long as we're tithers and givers, men give to us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, shall men give into our bosom. So as long as we live according to being a tither and a giver, we can expect that the blessing of God is going to continue to be on our lives. That there's an all-sufficiency grace that covers us. Amen? If you've lost your job, I'm expecting to go back to work. Any day they're going to call me because the favor of God is poured out over your life. He opens doors of opportunity for us. Things that we can't do on our own, God does it for us. Amen? So if you want to give through the Acceleration Church, app you you can do that um, right from your seat on your cell phone or if you want to give with your offering envelope you should have one in your welcome packet you can give that way if you're watching online the information should be open uh, should be up on the screen for you to give through the U.S. mail do you have our address and everything up there Jennifer oh it's on the small screen Okay, so it's got our address on there, 7211 FM 1960, West Suite 100. That's in Humble, Texas, 77378. Is that right? Yeah, 77378. Praise the Lord. If you need to call us, if you have a prayer request and you'd like to have somebody call you about um, praying with you, you can call me directly at 281-723-7974. Also, if you want to join our prayer call, I'm just asking that everyone would join that during this last week before we're believing God for this uh, breakthrough on next Sunday. Y'all... Um, Get on that prayer call. You know, it's just, it's just such a wonderful thing to be able to gather together on the phone every single morning and just start your day in prayer. But I'm asking you this week to make extra effort. Amen. Somebody say discipline. Amen. Extra effort to get on the call and just agree with us in prayer. Amen. All right. Well, let's get ready to give. If you've prepared your offering, hold it up in the air and let's make our faith declaration. Are you ready? Here we go. Father, in Jesus name, today is the dawning of a new day. My season of frustration and lack is over and I'm walking in a season of love, joy, peace, success, overflow and prosperity. My love for you, relationship with you and sensitivity to you is growing closer every day. I declare that favor and wisdom for promotion is mine now. You are open 
opening doors for me that no man can shut. Thank you, Father, for watching over your word to perform it in my life. It's causing my life to prosper. I'm in anticipation of the good things you have prepared for me. I am blessed to be a blessing, so as I increase more and more, Father, open my eyes to see ways that I may bless others. I'll be quick to see the need and respond to your voice. Because you have planted Acceleration Church here, Humble, Texas is experiencing revival. I decree that the Spirit of God is drawing multitudes here from the north, south, east, and west. People are responding to your presence, power, and purpose for their lives. We declare that people of all ages, backgrounds, and ethnicities are being impacted forever in Jesus' name. Come on, say amen. Hallelujah. We are blessed. Anybody in the sanctuary, you need them to pick up your offering. If you'll just raise it up, Yuri will come over to you. You don't have to touch anything. Just drop it in the basket. Anybody else we miss? All right, don't forget to um, put your mask on as we get ready to leave today. Put your mask on and let's wear our mask as we're exiting. Remember to stay six feet apart from each other. And um, I love you mucho. Y'all, don't forget to join me Thursday night on Facebook at 7 o'clock.